As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is Seth Green, and you are listening to Somewhere in Vegas with Mark, and I am so hot, I would desperately like a glass of water. Please, please, give me some water. This is Cindy Preston, and I'm with Mark on Somewhere in Vegas. Hi, this is Melissa Peterman from CMT's The Singing Bee and the television show Reba, and I have to tell you, I just have to get it off my chest, I love Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hi there. This is Faith Roscoe from General Hospital. We're listening to Mark on somewhere in Vegas. And you better watch out. We know how to find you if you're not listening. Hi, this is Shannon Egan from Whippet. And I love Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hey, this is Lee Allen Baker with Somewhere in Vegas. Talking with Mark with a Q. This is Courtney Cronin. You're listening to Somewhere in Vegas with your host, Mark. And I would make sure to listen every week because he's a sure bet. Hey, this is the money man. Eddie Money, I've got two tickets to Paradise. And it's, you know what? It's somewhere in Vegas. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Hi, this is Crystal Kale. And I love Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hi, this is Terry Nunn from Berlin. And you're listening to Mark somewhere in Vegas. Hi, this is Miracle Lori from Joss Whedon's Dollhouse. There are three flowers in a vase, and I'm listening to Somewhere in Vegas with Mark. Hi, this is Erin Hill, and you are listening to Mark on Blog Talk Radio and Somewhere in Vegas. Mark is a great guy. Hi, this is Sean Pulaski. I'm still trying to figure out Mark Pico's sexuality, but I know you're listening to Somewhere Live in Vegas. Here you go, Mark. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were here. She, I'm sorry. Get out of the tent. Let's get out of here. Hey, this is Lance and Anna from Free Radio. And Anna? And you're listening to Somewhere in Vegas. Yes. My favorite. My fa- you know, that's, that's usually what happens with me. I go to Vegas and I get lost, and so I end up somewhere in Vegas. Somewhere in Vegas. But I just don't know where it is. Not quite sure. Yeah, word. Get ready. It's going to be hot. It's in Vegas. Check out Mark. Be there or be square. Welcome, everybody, to Somewhere in Vegas here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Mark the Q. I'm your host. Um, I'm very privileged to have uh, two of the organizers of a, uh, 
a film festival that's starting to make waves up in the up in the north, uh, uh, Great White North of Canada, uh, north of it, uh, north of Toronto. They're about to announce the films for their uh, festival coming up on April the second and third, and the, their awards is going to be April the fourth. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what films get nominated as well. Uh, I'm privileged to have uh, Mark and Tony on with us right about now. Are, are you there, Mark and Tony? Hi. Yeah, we're here. Um, so how's everything going organizing the uh, the festival? Busy. Uh, we're busy bees. We're, we have our media launch March 3rd, where we're going to be announcing uh, this year's film lineup, so we're excited about that. Um, and we also include some student initiatives where we uh, offer an opportunity to the high school students uh, in and around the city of Vaughan to submit films to the festival as well. It's important to give back to the community and to give back to the youth. So that was an important initiative that we started this year as well. Now, with the, um, with the films, you said that you're going to be announcing them next week. Do you already have a primary list of films that you already have, or are you still kind of uh, funding through some of the films? Uh, to let the filmmakers know uh, next week when uh, if they got accepted or not. Well, what we're doing is we're personally calling the filmmakers uh, that have been accepted to let them know to come out to the media launch, and we're asking them to uh, keep that under wraps until the media launch on March 3rd. So we're going to be announcing that uh, all the details, the launch, as well as the nominees. We've included two more categories this year in the film festival. So we have Best Director, Best Film, Best Actor, Best Actress, and we've included Best Cinematography and best um, animated film as well. So um, this is basically for fiction films? This is for uh, anything under the, uh, really any film is entitled to submit. It could be documentaries, uh, it could be narratives, it, uh, action, drama, as long as it's a short film. Uh, at this point we're still dealing with short films. Um, we're looking to include feature films in the near future. Um, but because of the time restraints that we have and because of the excitement that short films bring as well, uh, we have short films. It's uh, primarily focused on just short films. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people don't realize that you know a short form film is a lot of a lot of uh, you know a lot of first time directors or a lot of uh, you know a lot of people that want to get started short films. You know, even though you know they don't sometimes not make as much money as you think, but they're really great experience in terms of of being able to know what it's like to be a, a filmmaker on set. Um, and it gives you kind of uh, gives you the experience. So when you go to that feature length thing, uh, you know, and, and a lot of those, a lot of these these great directors have been known for their short films. Um, you can harp back to a lot of the uh, a lot of the directors uh, like uh, Spielberg and uh, Scorsese. They both had really really good short films before even being considered to uh, you know direct major Hollywood projects. So um, this is kind of a jumping off point. Exactly. And not being short filmmakers as well, first and foremost, we knew we wanted to provide this opportunity. And with a limited budget, you only have certain funds to allocate for a short film. But uh, as the filmmakers know, you can take that to distribution companies and show them what you're capable of doing with a short film and try to see if there's an interest for a feature. Last year, one of the films that submitted to the festival, Curfew, it was the Oscar-winning short film. That film is being turned into a feature now. And I, I think they're at post-production stage right now. Uh, but the film is being turned into a feature. They've brought on some uh, notable uh, actors and actresses into the project. Um, so it, there's an opportunity really for any short film to, to get picked up and turn into that, that next uh, level, which is the feature film. And actually the lead actress from the short, who she, they brought on board for the feature as well, Fatima Patachik, 
who's also the voice of Dora the Explorer. She's already announced that she's going to be coming out to the festival again this year. She won Best Actress last year for Curfew at the Vaughn Film Festival, and she's coming back again this year, and she's actually presenting the award for Best Actress, so she's passing on that torch. Now, um, how proud are you that, you know, uh, you know a, short, a film like Curfew, you know, helped, you know, I mean, to, to say that you helped launch, launch, basically helped launch Curfew, uh, to being considered for the Oscars and to have, um, you know, have the success is how proud of you as um, as festival organizers is that to you to have something that's that's successful that you helped bring to the the forefront. Mark, are you there? Yeah, yeah I'm here. <laughs> you want you want to touch on that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, well, actually, the the Oscar was already granted to the film before uh, it aired at our film festival, but. It, regardless, we were very ecstatic when we heard that it had won the Oscar uh, because they had already submitted to our festival at that time. So we just thought it was such a great uh, film to add to our film lineup for the first year. It really created a buzz for the festival. Yeah. Now, now, you know, with the, your festival being after the Oscars, I mean, has that, has that, you know, is that going to be something? Do you think it's going to be a recurring thing? Since, um, you know, obviously the Oscars are coming up, and uh, I obviously I don't want to spoil you guys' announcement next week, but. Uh, I mean, you know, are you not going to – I'm probably pretty sure you guys aren't going to be surprised that maybe in later years the same thing happens again. Absolutely. I think we – well, we got a good range of films from all over the world, and uh, they're really high-quality films. So, I mean, uh, we wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them were Oscar-nominated films or runner-ups. Um, yeah, the, the quality is just outstanding. And they could even be potentials for the year to come. I mean, uh, yeah. some, of the f- some of the films that get submitted, they present their world premiere of the film at the Vaughan Film Festival. So as the festival grows, there's an opportunity for those films to be part of the following year's Oscars. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about how the festival got started. Mark? Uh, well, first and foremost, we, we are filmmakers. We've been doing films for just over a decade now. Uh, we started right out of high school making short films with our friends using the home video camera, and uh, it grew into something so much bigger because of the support we had uh, from our friends and family. They just they, they were very happy with uh, what we were doing, and you know more people came out to see our little private screenings in our in our basements and <laughs> our living rooms. And uh, since then, we met a lot of uh, really good actors and filmmakers that we'd worked with over the last ten years, and we thought, you know what, there's so much potential in this city, and uh, I think it, it would be great if we could showcase it to the world, and not only that, we can create a platform for the rest of the world to showcase their films as well. So it grew into that. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of like you know, with with Sundance and Park City. I mean, um, it's it's kind of an interesting, interesting, I guess, dichotomy in in terms of, you know, it not being in a major city, but yet it's in a very, um, a very, um, I won't say off but um, a very um, art-centered town, um, as it were. Um, and obviously, you guys are just, I think, I think Vaughn's just, right, just north of Toronto, which is you yeah. know, basically like having something just north of Hollywood, basically, in Canada. So um, obviously the location is, I think, ideal for a film festival. Well, I think you look at Hollywood, too. Hollywood, like the major city in California, is L.A. Hollywood is a separate city from Los Angeles. So if you look at Toronto, Toronto almost is acting like the L.A. to Ontario, and then 
uh, Vaughn can act like act as if Hollywood act as the same way Hollywood does for the state of California. So if you look at it that way, I think I think we've got a great thing going here. And I think at the same time, there's quite a bit of space in the city of Vaughn. I mean, there's a variety of city structures, but there's a lot of open space as well, where there's opportunity to build film studios, major film studios here. So we're, we're creating the forefront of this festival, but there's there's definitely more to come. We're excited to bring major film studios and film production companies into the city of Vaughn and get them excited about, uh, about being a part of it and being a part of the film community that we're creating. Yeah, I mean, there is demand. I mean, a lot of, uh, a lot of productions are, of TV shows and, and movies are um, in Toronto. Um, and, you know, with the resources of being so close to Toronto, but yet being outside of Toronto, you know, gives you the advantage of having the resources that you need to film, but yet be outside the city and 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 to film something that might be a little bit a um, little bit more uh, you know more of a suburban or more more or less uh, rural as it were. So um, I think there are potential. There's a lot of potential there. I mean uh, you know I mean it's just kind of crazy to see how many uh, how many film crews are going up to Toronto to film um, film stuff, and I think it's just an advantage to you guys. So you know. I, I think you guys have uh, kind of harped on a really huge opportunity here. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And there's a lot of productions that are already coming to shoot in Vaughn. The most recent Resident Evil uh, was filmed just uh, in the city of Vaughn, in one of the towns called Kleinberg. They filmed the majority of the scene. I think it was the opening sequence. Mark can tell you more because he, uh, he actually was on set that day and was included in the film. But they're, they're bringing a lot of major motion pictures here. There's uh, Cinespace Studios as well in Vaughn, and they house one of the first, I'm not sure if it's the only now, but one of the first Oval Offices ever created. So they have a film stage for the Oval Office, and that's uh, replicated the Oval Office for films like, uh, is it The Serpent, Mark, the, one of the films that was there? The Sentinel? Sentinel, sorry, my mistake. And there was a few other projects that were shot in that Oval Office as well. So there's quite, I think a lot of major motion pictures and major production companies know about the city of Vaughan already. It's just it's just about continuing that trend and continuing them looking at the city of Vaughan as one of their first options when they're thinking of uh, locations to shoot. Now, um, you know, with the festival, I think um, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to, to be able to say the least. I think you guys are obviously dipping yourselves in the waters. How how many how long? Uh, I think this is your second year. Is that correct? That's right. Um, you know, have you learned a lot from, you know, from that first year and, um, has that helped you organize this year a little bit better? Oh, absolutely. I think just, uh, the first year went pretty smooth overall. It was a great success. And I just think, you know, with each passing year, there, there's always room to build and, and to learn more. And I think we get, really got a good feel of it last year and we really know what approach to take this year, what to change, what not to change. And we're trying to keep it, uh, you know, keep the ideas fresh and, keep people uh, on their toes as, as to what kind of performances we're going to be having this year and what kind of films we're going to be showing this year as well. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, the first year is always tough because you have, to gain, you have to kind of garner a little bit of buzz trying to get into, um, into it. You have, um, you know, you have, have one, you, know, you have your first successful year under your belt. Um, so you do have a little bit of momentum going into this film festival, so it would be interesting, interesting to see how everything kind of turns out as well. Has, have you guys been feeling a little bit more buzz this year than you did maybe last year? Definitely felt quite a bit more. I think uh, the international film community is definitely recognizing the festival uh, more so. Uh, we're looking to bring a few thousand people through the festival's doors this year. 
Last year we brought just under a thousand, so it's already doubled, if not tripled, uh, within its within from one year to the next. So it's growing exponentially. Uh, media is taking a lot of interest in it. Again, the film circuits are taking a lot of interest in it. Uh, filmmakers, actors, directors, a lot more people are really uh, really have their eyes gazed on the Vaughn Film Festival right now. So we're excited about that. And uh, our our idea when we first conceived the festival was to create that opportunity and to get the film community excited about it and to realize that it should be part and parcel of a festival's mandate to provide opportunities for the filmmakers, not only the ones that are already established, but for the ones that are up and coming. Because as much as we can all watch the Oscars and see that red carpet, the question is how do you get there? And what we want to do as part of our mandate is create that knowledge and that awareness of how to get there and how we do that through industry seminars last year we brought in peter kent he arnold schwarzenegger stuntman for 15 years 16 films uh, that he had done with arnold he came into the city of Vaughan and he hosted a stunt seminar where he educated filmmakers actors directors on stunt work on choreography on wire work and the whole nine yards and what that does is when the filmmaker is on when the actor or is on set and the director walks up to me or her and asks them uh, if they're able to take a dive or take a hit or so on and so forth. Well, a lot of times if you're an extra and you say no, you're not going to get the spot. But if you're able to say yes, that keeps you on set a lot longer. That can increase your pay scale. It just provides more opportunities. That's just one of the examples of one of the seminars we have. We're looking to include quite a few more uh, in the years to come. Yeah, you, you, um, you, you know, he's going to be doing the seminar again, is from what I was reading. Um, what other seminars are going to be offered this year? Do you know? Uh, nothing's really set in stone yet. I, I think some ideas that we have thrown around is uh, definitely script writing because that's almost like the blueprints of any uh, film project. So we definitely want to teach people how to do that properly. And uh, there's always acting classes. Uh, you can bring in directors to talk about their experiences. And, uh, you know, we can get a little more more creative with um, uh, makeup and uh, set design and things like that. So we have endless ideas, but nothing else is really confirmed for this year as of yet. Now, um, you mentioned the, the student competition. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so what we did is we uh, we – set out a challenge to all the Vaughn high schools to submit a short film, 10 minutes or less, um, and we would be selecting a group of those short films, and we would be screening them at our uh, theater here in Vaughn, the Cineplex Colossus in Vaughn. So what it does, it provides the opportunity for the, the student filmmaker at the high school level to see their film on the big screen. Hopefully that encourages them to continue uh, to support their dream of becoming a filmmaker or their ambition of becoming a filmmaker. And, from the, the, the response that we've already gotten, we've already went into a few of the high schools and let them know that their films are going to be screened uh, at one of the major theaters in Vaughan. And the excitement is, is incredible. It's a, above what we had even expected. They're so excited to be a part of the festival. They're so excited to hear their film being uh, announced at our media launch on March 3rd. And uh, just to be able to give back to the students is exciting for us. Again, being students from uh, the city of Vaughan and knowing the difficulties of trying to get exposure for a film or trying to get exposure as a filmmaker. Uh, so if we can create that opportunity, again, that's, that's part and parcel of our mandate. And the winning filmmaker will be announced directly after the screening and we'll be putting them in contact with industry professionals. Um, I, I, you know, I hope they, they also encourage that, you know, hopefully you guys are also encouraging that to continue their education. I, I personally have a film degree from Montana State, so I'm, I'm very familiar with, with, uh, with people you know, with with the idea of of you know you know kind of continuing your education as it were, 
Um, and I like the, the fact that you're doing seminars because, you know, I'd always get seminars too. And we have to talk to directors and, and um, certain actors. And it helps kind of to understand a lot, a lot about what's been going on um, in terms of that as well. With, with filmmaking in mind and short films especially, you know, we, we see a lot of times now um, where I guess, there, I guess we can call them amateur filmmakers, where there's a lot of people that are, are starting to make their own little films, as it were. Um, tell us a little bit about your criteria when it comes to selecting a film. Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, we we had, we screened uh, just under a hundred films this year that we that we were uh, that were submitted to us. So there was definitely a lot to look at. I mean, it, I think it just it comes to the fact that how you feel by the time you're done watching the film. You know, it was did the acting really speak to you? Did the did the cinematography really speak to you? Overall, did it really? speak to you because I mean there's different awards to select but if you're look if you're selecting the best film you got to look at all those aspects of it um well that's just me anyways I don't know about you Antonio yeah yeah you have to have a you have to take something from the film I think by the time you're done like Mark said it has to speak to you it has to speak volumes to you and there's usually there's that film that comes across in the lineup that is that one or that those two or those three or those four that really get you excited about it uh, the good thing about the whole process is we don't have to make those really tough decisions uh, as there's a committee that, that screens all of the films and then it's passed on to the judges to make the tough decisions as to which films would be winning in each of their respective categories. So I give them a lot of credit to be able to make those decisions, but again, the films really need to speak to you like Mark had said. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested, especially in, the, in, the, in terms of the comedy, because... You know, a lot of times, you know, you know, you're just being a, a person to watch it, you know, obviously you're going to get a snicker once in a while. But, you know, that versus being in, in an audience, it's kind of a little bit of a different kind of feeling, you know. Uh, um, we, you know, we're kind of surprised maybe, you know, sometimes when, you know, you see us like a short film, um, it might give you a little bit laugh, but when, when, when an audience sees it, you get to probably a little, a little bit bigger laugh than you've expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, that, I think that's exciting. Uh, when you're creating a comedy, we've we've created a web series, uh, three seasons of a web series called Behind the Scenes, and what it did is it loosely followed myself and Mark's experiences on being filmmakers and trying to create your own film with no money and just trying to get people excited about it, coming on board with your project, and so on and so forth. And I think through the stories we've told, and we did it in a comedic aspect, when you're watching with the large groups, we had a few screenings at one of the local theaters as well, about 300 people at the screening. There were, there were moments where we didn't anticipate a large laugh, and then we got it. And it's as a filmmaker, it's it's really up to the audience to determine how they feel uh, they, how they feel about your film and which parts they feel are funnier than others. And it's it's interesting to see because there are some moments when you're even writing the script because we had both developed the scripts for that series that you think this is this, this line's just going to hit the audience over the head. Not to say it doesn't, but there may be a line in there that you had no that maybe it was presented a certain way by one of the actors that really touches the audience and, and gets that large laugh out of them that you didn't even anticipate. So creating comedies is exciting in that, in that aspect alone. And we're, we're so excited when we receive comedies coming into the festival as well because it's good to get a break from all those uh, serious dramas or thrillers uh, with a little laugh. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I really like the, the concept of, of you guys have for this film festival, and I'm you know, I'm kind of looking at it, you know, I don't say outsider, but it's like, you know, we have the Toronto Film Festival, but it's a little bit more mainstream than, than, than what it is. I mean, it's, 
Um, I compare it to maybe slam dance, you know, where it's a little bit on the outside of uh, outside of things, you know, um, you know, filmmakers that are, um, you know, kind of on the on the cutting edge of of something that the mainstream probably doesn't get yet. Um, so I'm interested to see how the film festival goes in the next couple of years, and I really do hope you kind of expand a little bit more. I want to see, uh, you know, kind of see a little bit more categories in terms, even if it's just for short films for a while. But I want to see some more expanded stuff as well. I'm interested to see uh, kind of how everything kind of turns out uh, with this this year's uh, festival, and I'm interested to see what the films are. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a very very cool lineup this year, and considering you guys had 100 films to choose from, about roughly how many uh, are you are you selecting to be a part of the festival? Do you know? Uh, well, we chose to screen about 25 this year, and uh, as well as uh, 15 student films. So there's just about 40 films in total that we're going to be screening. And then, um, and then, uh, and, and it's considering it's just over a weekend. Um, obviously, uh, you know, you said that the, the time constraint was was part of the reason why you did only short films. But um, you know, are you thinking in the next couple of years maybe uh, expanding it a little bit longer, maybe a longer week, and then that way you can uh, maybe view a couple more of the uh, the uh, feature films. You could start featuring feature films as well as such. Absolutely. I think we have a we have a pretty big, uh, pretty broad vision uh, of the festival and where it can go. We definitely want to stretch it out to at least a week long event that incorporates the feature films and the short films and the seminars and the workshops and just really create uh, a really um, unique experience for the filmmakers and the guests in the city of Vaughan and, and international guests as well. Um, where's the probably what's the what film's probably the furthest away from where Vaughan is? Um, I, I think it's China, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you have you have a Chinese film. That'll be interesting to be able to hear what that one is. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, you really you know we're so really really starting to, to to see that you're getting an international group of of films as well. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's some American films that are going to be a part of the festival. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, and there's some Canadian filmmakers because. Um, I, I think people don't realize that there are quite a few brilliant Canadian Canadian filmmakers that um, that are you know grace their presence um, you know and maybe people don't understand you know don't don't realize it but um, it's an interesting I think it'll be an interesting contrast again I'm kind of excited to hear what who's going to be a, um, who's going to be a part of that as well now um, you said the festival is going to be the, the festival is going to be early April. Um, so, um, you know, we, we obviously did, we didn't know necessarily about the seminars, but we do know that the films are going to be, uh, um, announced next week. Um, is the, is the film going to be announced next week, um, uh, via video stream or, um, where are you guys going to be, or is there going to be any kind of press or can tell us a little bit about the event next week about you announcing? We're going to be announcing March 3rd at uh, the theater that we're actually screening the films at, at the Cineplex Colossus. And we're going to be posting it through all of our social media. So we're going to be posting the lineup as tickets go on sale for the screenings on March 3rd. This way, individuals who are looking to pick which block of films, of short films that they're looking to purchase, they can do that by going, going on our site. And again, after March 3rd, we're going to be announcing the film lineup and the nominations for the six respective categories uh, directly after the media launch. So uh, through all of our social media platforms for Twitter, it's at Bond Film at Vaughn Film Fest, uh, Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Vaughn Film Festival. Uh, we have an Instagram as well, Vaughn Film Festival. Um, we're following, we're followed by quite a few individuals, and you can 
keep up to speed on what's going on with the Vaughn Film Festival through all of our social media platforms. Yeah, and you have quite a few sponsors as well for this festival, if you want to give them a quick mention. Yeah, our two major sponsors are Roy Foss Woodbridge and Scotiabank. They're our producing sponsors for the festival. They were actually our producing sponsors last year, so we appreciate the continued support. And um, you know, obviously, the city itself has been has been very supportive of the festival. Um, you know, uh, and obviously, they're very very happy to have you guys back again. Um, what's it been like to, to to be able to to have it in your your hometown of Vaughan and uh, to be able to see uh, so much support from the community? Well, I think it's great for us. We're we're very much uh, into the grassroots of where we're from and where we grew up, and what inspired us to do this in the first place. So. Uh, for the city to recognize us doing that and to participate in the film festival, it really does mean a lot. And uh, I mean, we've been to a lot of film festivals around North America, and it, it, I mean, to do it at home is uh, is just a whole other ball game. It feels great. Yeah, it's probably easier for you to organize it since you're you're kind of in your own hometown and um, you know don't have to travel to places as much. Um, so uh, so there's that advantage as well. Um, and obviously, obviously, people can't submit films this year, but um, I'm pretty sure that we're going to be seeing you guys next year as well. So if you guys go to vonfilmfestival.com and, you know, you know, think about maybe even if, if you haven't gotten a film made yet, uh, make a film and maybe you could be in the festival next year. So uh, hopefully that happens. Um, but anything else, anything else I'm missing, guys? No, that's pretty much everything. I appreciate uh, having the opportunity to speak with you today uh, about the festival, and we're excited to see uh, the excitement uh, just south of the border to know that we're getting that support there. Uh, the the community, uh, the, the American community, has been incredibly supportive uh, of our projects. Our first feature film was actually picked up after it was submitted to the New York Film and Video Festival, uh, and from there it was picked up through a distribution deal and yeah, we've had most of our success uh, south of the border, so we appreciate all the support uh, from everyone south of the border, and uh, we just hope to continue supporting filmmakers in general, supporting uh, the international film community. Well, I, I, I'm glad that there's another outlet out there for, for filmmakers as well. Just coming from a film filmmaking background, um, you know, I, I, I'm very proud of that too. So, um, you know, I think it's a, it's a great thing, and like I said, I can't wait to see what the, what the films are going to be this year, and um, you know, I wish you guys continued success with this festival. I, I really look forward to it. Maybe one year I can make it up north of the border to be able to catch the festival um, as well. Because um, I know uh, there's a lot of filmmakers here in Vegas as well. So um, and we all have our own festival <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, we love to have you guys. Yeah, so definitely. Um, you know, best of luck to you guys coming up on this festival, and um, hopefully we'll be able to talk to you next year a little bit about the next year's festival. Absolutely. Well, thanks thank you very much. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, Mike and Tony, and um, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Mike and Tony, everybody from the Bond Film Festival. You guys can check out bondfilmfestival.com or Bond Film Fest on Twitter. Um, you guys should check out that as well, and he'll have the announcements about what's going on. Um, anyway, next week we're going to have uh, Doug Briney, uh, country star. Um, he's going to be uh, on with us um, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Monday, talking a little bit about his uh, his new uh, single and his new album. Um, and then the following week, we're going to have actress Kim Roberts. So it'll be interesting in the next couple weeks. 
Uh, please go to VegasPodcasting.com to check out any uh, things you may have missed. Um, I'm, we have uh, we had um, we had uh, oh shoot uh, <laughs> Marshall Dane uh, on yesterday. Um, I'm going to update the link. I don't have the old I have the, the old link still up there, and it's just going to be blank. So um, the new link will be up hopefully tonight, um, so you guys can uh, be able to listen to Marshall Dane's interview. Um, really great um, Canadian country star. We'll be talking, you know, um, we talked to him last yesterday, so we'll have that up on the website as well. Um, but um, with that in mind, we'll be back Monday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. It was Doug Briney. Um, talk a little bit about his music. And um, with that in mind, we'll see you, see you guys soon. Go Make sure you guys go follow us on Twitter at SWIV, at SWIV, and also on Facebook somewhere in Vegas. We'll talk to you guys soon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.